Good evening, lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Coffee, Candy, and Creatives. Tonight is Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's time for some courting with the hit romantic reality show, The Courtship. Now, this is a recap show with special guests. So if you have not watched, there may be spoilers. Do not come at me and say, you spoiled it for me, because I'm telling you right now, there's spoilers in this interview. So with that in mind, get to courting with The Courtship. You can catch it on USA Wednesday nights, and you can also catch it the next day on Peacock. You can follow them on Twitter at The Courtship USA. I highly recommend it. Watch it. Talk about it. Tweet about it. You'll be addicted really quick. I have my favorites. I've lost some of my favorites, but um, we're going to keep watching. we got to see what happens, right? Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage. Cuddle up with me, your host, Pop, and enjoy the show. All right, everybody. This is the Tuesday night episode of Coffee. Candy and Creatives, the courtship recap. My special guest, unfortunately, I guess we could say, is Mr. Castronovo himself, Giuseppe. And we're going to dive right into the courtship and we're going to talk about, you know, what happened. And I said at the beginning, you guys, if you're listening and you've gotten this far and you're pissed off because it's spoiled for you, I warned you, I told you a thousand times, watch it before you listen. But I see in your bio something that's incredibly interesting. I am Pup, by the way. I always forget to introduce myself. What is a pizza boat? I'm very familiar with food trucks. You can see me. I'm familiar with food trucks. But a pizza boat, oh, it sounds amazing. Tell me all about it. So a pe- the pizza boat kind of came to fruition when we, my father bought a boat and we started going around the Jersey Shore to these popular like party spots and stuff. And um, I noticed that like people would get hungry. I, I would get hungry. We would bring our own food because we own pizzerias and stuff, obviously. I mean, I'm literally in a pizzeria right now. Um, so I said, you know, dad, I'm like, why don't I get a boat and put like small ovens on it and like kind of make a pizzeria on a boat and come to these spots where everyone hangs out and, and do that. And everyone was like, no, that's a stupid idea. It'll never work. No, blah, 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 blah. Well, when someone tells me I can't do something, I have to do it just that much more. So I literally bought a pontoon boat, stripped it down, put portable pizza ovens on it, uh, made the pizzas right on the boat. I have a bunch of videos and stuff of it. It was a huge hit at the Jersey Shore. Uh, I did it for four years until I eventually sold it and uh, started focusing all my time here at this new pizzeria in Point Pleasant. And uh, it was one of the coolest experiences. Yeah, just imagine like the pizza right outside your boat while you're hanging out and you're hungry. And it's just like, wait, there's a pizza boat called the Pizza Pirates. Just drove by, let's flag him down and get pizza. It's the best thing in the world. Well, I don't want to, you know, I never want to like stereotype, but let's just be for real. If you're going to roll up on people that have been drinking, they're going to be like, yeah, pizza, give it. I mean, it's it's an amazing moneymaker. It has to be hand over fist, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was like, it was like, uh fishing in a barrel with a shotgun yeah for real like think about it when you're partying and you maybe you've had a little too much or even just kind of drinking and you get that hunger what do you reach for you reach for those high carb foods you reach well unfortunately I reach for Taco Bell but you reach for pizza right you you reach for for some reason I don't know what it is about you know alcohol consumption and, and that need for carbs oh my god that's amazing what a great yeah, well- idea I figured, you know, like in a, one of the most famous nightclubs or hangout spots in Jersey Shore is DJs. Right outside of DJs are two pizzerias. They're literally right next to each other. People come out two o'clock in the morning. They're wasted. 
they go for the pizza. I'm at F Cove, which is one of the most popular boating spots in New Jersey. Uh, everyone's drinking all day on their boat. And you run mm-hmm. out of your food halfway through. When you're on the water, when you run out of food, you either, you're going back home and you're going to your dock and that's it. Or the pizza pirates come to save you. So I, it really was just like a hit. It like, there, there wasn't even a question about it. It was, I, I, I rolled through with pizza and it, everyone just went crazy. And yeah, the, the money, I, I couldn't like bury it or burn it fast enough. It was, uh, it was so cool, but I really didn't do it for the money. I did it because I was already out on the water, having fun and making pizza on the boat, on the water wasn't really like work. So I was literally getting paid to hang out and drink with my friends and hang and just, and do that. It was greatest. Right. Well, to quote film robot, see a need, fill a need, right? <laughs> exactly. That for a little bit, then you retired and you started your own pizzeria in Point Pleasant, as you said. And you did that with your dad, which is awesome. But yeah, also- my dad's been doing it forever. So I joined yeah. him on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and honestly, though, working with family is the best and the worst. Sometimes a partnership can be a sinking ship. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And that can oh, we go make for, it work. That's right. And that can go for any relationship, which brings us to the courtship. Oh, my God. We're on this train now. A lot of ships. That's a bunch of ship. I tell you what, where in your mind, you're working in the pizzeria, you're doing okay. You're with, your, you know, with your family, enjoying that. Where in Giuseppe's brain does he go, you know what I need to do? I need to go on national television. I need to fly to England, first of all, and hang out in this castle, compete with all these other dudes. Like, what? Tell me about this experience, because that had to be a bit of culture shock. Oh, uh, it definitely was. I mean, like I said before, uh, and previously, going out to these you know, bars and nightclubs and restaurants in Jersey, you know, I've been doing it since um, before I'm 21, you know, uh, and I haven't found love yet, you know. Um, So when I got the phone call for this opportunity, I was like, you know what, why don't I break out of the ordinary and try something different and outside of the box? I mean, this opportunity was, I thought, once in a lifetime. Um, You know, they didn't give away too many details about the setting and everything first. They kind of gave you like the backdrop's going to be a beautiful castle. You're going to be courting a woman to fall for you. And I was like, that is nowhere near in my realm of normality. So sure, why not? You know, I'm all about getting outside your comfort zone. And it turned out to be one of the coolest and greatest experiences of my life. And even though if you watched last night, uh, me and Miss Remy did not work out, um, I made not only just her, but some of the gentlemen on the show, I made friends for life. I would even consider some of them family. Uh, Nicole, Nicole and I are actually still very good friends. Uh, we talk, I would say almost daily. Um, she was in Manhattan not too long ago and um, we were able to hang out for a little bit um, as friends. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see any negativity that came from the outcome I experienced at all. Uh, just the experience in whole was, was awesome. Honestly, with all the guys I've spoken to so far, that has been a resounding thing, has been the the friendships made, the experience had. Even if it wasn't the ultimate prize, so to speak, they are talking about, you know, like you said, lifelong friends. You're even if she ends up, you know, ended up not being the woman for you. He's still an amazing person, like you said, to have in your life, to have even in just your orbit, to have known. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. I haven't spoken to perhaps the one person that might not 
have that feeling and I think we might all know who he is but overall everybody has said you know and again spoilers but you've been warned I spoke to Lewis I spoke to Achilles I spoke to Derek the three of those hombres down in Miami hanging out watching the show and I said you sons of bitches you are like three hours from me and you don't call and say hey we're all hanging out but I mean they're gonna do a watch party with you I'm telling you, like, what the hell? But Lewis did promise me breakfast. Take that as you may, okay? Um, <laughs> but no, you guys aren't full of crap. You're not like, yeah, I made lifelong friends. We talk all the time. No, you're not full of crap. You actually do. We went looking for love relationships. And I, I think uh, in a way, not to sound corny or cringy, but I, I think we all found that, you know, we really did. In, what, in whatever fashion... Yeah, you're absolutely right. Exactly. And I want I want everybody listening to know I'm having such conflicted emotions because watching you and someone on Twitter called you a less likable one. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you can Oh come. man, people are ruthless on there. They are. And I, I laughed. I couldn't help it. I was like, oh my God, that's like the worst insult ever because Gaston is horrible. But right? I think if people don't dive a little deeper into who you are they can absolutely think my god what an arrogant douche nozzle what a jerk right (laughs) i i think if they watch though especially i think episode three and four really did a good job of showing who i am i mean i don't change who i am on or off camera and i think a lot of the guys even said to me because i was worried i'm like guys am i coming off any different off camera like even to the producers Cause I don't want to be fake. I'm, you know, we're from, when you're from the East coast and you're from Jersey, especially you're you, no matter what, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if the camera on or off you. I try and just be myself, uh, no matter what. I mean, can't say the same for everybody. There were some, some people on the show that were a little different off camera, but you know, to each their own, you know, people behave a certain way. Everyone's personality is different. Um, but no, I, I tried to be myself. I, I hope that didn't come off douchey, like you said, like Ken, but I'm, I'm actually really, really happy how I, how, I, how I look. And that was really how I think I see myself. Right. And I, I, could see, I could see that perception because I tend to see like multiple sides, not even both sides, but like multiple sides of situations, which is really frustrating when you're in an argument with somebody because you can see their point. You, you just want to be so mad, but you can see their point too. But so I could see like, okay, but people have to understand a lot of viewers knowledge of Jersey boys, no connection. Jersey boys is what we saw on Jersey shore. We saw a screaming, raging Ronnie, you know, or we saw a douchey situation. So a lot of viewers went into it with that perception, but you're Italian, you're passionate, you're competitive, you're a business owner. You have to be competitive and passionate. So you went in there with a with a mindset of like I'm all in I'm I'm doing this the way people see you is the way people see you and I have to be honest I kind of saw you that way too and you're right so especially episode four for me last night's episode you know magic of television last night I guess kind of like uh, I don't know what it's called like the confessional or whatever when they talk to you after the fact and you're like emotional I was like oh god damn it he was <laughs> He was not here to be, a, you know, a funny, pretty boy douche nozzle. He was really here for the experience. Yeah. 
the potential to fall in love. Good yeah, job. <laughs> I, I, I heard the, the idea of we could fall in love in a setting and I, I you know, open myself up to it. It's, it's hard. I, I think a lot of people don't realize, like they say, oh, they're coming off this way. They look this way. I don't think many people understand what it's like to actually try and be yourself and be open and vulnerable in front of cameramen. So when I'm talking to her, I obviously see all these people. So, and then how many hundreds of thousands or if not millions of people that are going to be listening to this, even though it's not like at the forefront of your mind, it kind of is because you have to, you know, you're now overanalyzing every word that's coming out of your mouth. And I tried not to, I tried to just be me. And I would say the one regret that I had and um, I can't remember if they showed this on my um, confessional, but was that I, I took too long to really get beyond surface level. Like if you see, I mean, you've watched the show, you don't really get to get too in depth of who I am. Like you see my, like you said, pretty boy, you know, I have all the, like the one liners and the facial expressions. But I say, I would say the one thing I, I wish I could have went back and done was kind of be more open and vulnerable sooner rather than later, because I didn't, I don't think I had the chance for uh, really her to see that side. I can't really call it a regret because things have worked out. Like, like I said, we're, we're such good friends. And uh, I think she does see that. And we are just like, you know, really good friends for each other. Right. You know? And the catch too as well, because if you would have like opened up, you know, episode one, it would have been like, oh, God. yeah, he's, this it was, it was a, it was like a, almost like a race against time, but you don't want to be too quick, but you know, that time could run out any second. So you, it was a really, it was a balancing act of controlling your emotions, uh, not coming off too strong, not coming off like you don't care. It was just so much goes into it. And I think a lot of people uh, watching at home lose sight of, of all those things that we're going through as, mm -hmm. as people as participants in the show and that we're also human too you know imagine you somebody was recording you try to date <laughs> right well it is it's like this televised game of and I don't know if you're old enough to, to get this reference but it's like this televised game of perfection do you remember that you you pushed it down turn the timer and you had to fit the pieces in before oh, it popped. Put, yes I remember that I do hey listen I'm a 90s baby I had a lot of that stuff there you go. So it's like, you're right. This, this at the right time. Ugh, crap, it's too late. <laughs> um, now I'm going home in my carriage. Son of a gun. But you know, what else can you do? I can't imagine. Yeah. Dating is hard. Meeting people. Having a conversation is hard. It's too, mm, it's too much, but we love watching it, don't we? It is. It's so, it's so cool. It's interesting how they put it together and, and, and seeing what they did with what we did and how mm -hmm. they put it together and, and, show everybody they really they, they did a good job yeah talk about that dance how difficult is getting those those steps down well i'm like a terrible dancer to begin with and like then when we got there we had to learn like the waltz and the circle dance i think is the other one i felt it's like uh it was they performed a miracle i think getting me to do that <laughs> and i'm glad they didn't show all the mess ups because we probably did that dance a hundred times before and, and that, i guess they picked the best parts of everyone and put it together um <laughs> but one of our dance instructor uh instructors honor she was absolutely amazing because she did what no one else could which is teach me how to dance <laughs> but it was difficult because again 
we're dancing, we're talking, we have cameras on us. And it was just like, wow, like it's a lot more difficult than it looks. Add to that the nerves because you don't really know what she's going to say. Mm-hmm. You're like. And the, and the wardrobe. Those oh. were legit. Those were legit wardrobes. We had the, 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 the leggings, uh, we call them tights, mm-hmm. the, the pants, the undershirt, the vest, the cravat. Everything was legit. Like they really went above and beyond with that. And uh, like, it, it was, it was, we were really in the Regency era. For sure. I mean, it's a definite immersive experience. And you guys played cricket done up like that. That yeah. was crazy. That if was you saw crazy. me take a couple of slips. Those boots were 100% leather from the sole to the top of the boot. It was cool. Blisters but, were definitely. Uh, yes. For people that did not see uh, Mr. Castronovo, he slipped a couple of times. I think that. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Campbell was the only smart one and he took his shoes off. <laughs> yeah. Was that uh, Lincoln? Lincoln. Yeah. yeah I think he was. Yeah. But that episode was a lot of fun because I think for me watching and just like trying to project myself into that situation was kind of like you guys have been all about getting her attention, um, getting a chance to talk to her, getting time alone, right? You know, competing with each other to have like the cricket game or the cricket match, I think it's called, kind of like um, like a attention breaker, even though it was mm. before the show and it was still a competition. You could see you guys kind of let loose and have fun and remember that you're a bunch of guys, not just suitors, I guess. So that yeah, was I agree. enjoyable. I think three, episode three was definitely one of my favorite episodes so far. It was that that one. And I had a lot of people, friends, uh, customers coming to pizzeria were like, episode three, they're like, that, they're like, that was the best one yet. And I, yeah. I think they did a good job with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And Nicole's parents love. I know. I I didn't. I mean, obviously, you could tell from what they say to you and stuff. But what they said in their confessionals, like that was so sweet. I actually literally just texted Nicole before I just finished watching the episode. Actually, last night, I, I'm just moving into a new house I bought. I didn't get a chance to watch him. I don't have cable yet. And I texted her. I was like, your parents are so sweet. And she told me if I'm ever in Seattle, come over for Sunday dinner. They'd love to have me. I had, yeah, no idea. They were, they were, I was their favorite, you know, but you know, you can't, you can't force that spark with somebody. So if she didn't feel that way, then, you know, we're better off as friends. Some people you are. For sure. How do your customers, do they come in and they're like, Mr. Castronovo? (laughs) Oh yeah. They're, They're always, you know, especially Jersey people, they're always busting shops, you know, they're like, Oh, why aren't you in your outfit today? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's been good. The customers are really uh, having fun with it for sure. Have you done yourself up like one day just to greet customers all done up in your region? <laughs> you know what? I would have if uh, they let me take the outfits home, but wardrobe still has them, unfortunately. Oh, gone. Well, yeah. you could have like Regency, have to wait till, Regency have Day. Fine place. Yeah, right. We could have I have all my employees dress up. Yes. That would be. I'll have, archery, I'll have archery out back. I'll have a horse stable. I'll have uh, a cricket game going on in the parking lot. Listen, invite me. I want to come. Absolutely. I think Whenever you find yourself in Jersey. I'll be there. Well, I got to go have breakfast with Lewis first, but I'll be there. I'll be there in a little bit. That's so cool. I was going to ask you something else. Talking about her parents. Yeah, but they were just like super like gushy, like you said, in the confessionals. And they were just like, I think they were a little gobsmacked. They were like, oh. Oh, we didn't see that coming. We thought he was going to stay longer kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I think because Captain Kim was down there again, I think it was really between me and him. 
I think he was going to going, if this is just talking from what I saw, this isn't like, I have no, I know what you guys know. When I was down there, I got the feeling like I'm okay. I did. And then he had his, his speech, what he said to her. And I think it saved him. Um, I don't want to call it a moment of desperation, but you kind of are fighting for your spot to be there. You are. So, I mean, when you're backed up against the wall, you have to do what you have to win. And I think he really did open up and become vulnerable. Um, uh, even though it's, you know, talking about a heartbreak that happened when he was in eighth grade, which come on, I mean, we all have had that, but I think him opening up and showing that side of him, uh, saved him. And that was the tipping point where it was like, okay, he's going, like, he's down there again, third time. I, I was thinking for sure in my head, it was going Nate and Kim going, and I was going to be safe. And I think it was going to go that way until he did come out and say what he said. Um, and then, you know, uh, she made the right decision for herself though. Um, but you know, that's, that's my own, that's my own, uh, opinion there, which actually I don't think I've said anywhere else or to anyone else yet. Fine. Because people are allowed to have their opinions and see now this is, this was my take on what he said. And maybe I'm cynical or jaded or whatever, but I feel like if it would have been said to me, I would have been like, I don't think you're, you're ready. Mm -hmm. I'm home. No offense, no offense, Captain Kim. I would have sent him home because to me, that sounded like I'm not ready to do this. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, to each their own. But yeah, I, I saw it as that too. And us as the guys beforehand, um, but we kind of were saying the same thing to him. I don't think he was ready either, but he said what he said and she took it and interpreted it whichever way she did and she decided to keep him. And yeah. that is totally okay because in the end of the day, it's for her to find love. That's, that's what we're there for. We're not there for us to put ourselves first. So yeah, I, I think he definitely needs to heal those things. He has a lot of healing to do. And I think we all do, but um, you know, his culture is different too. He was, he was talking about how like in the Asian culture, he's never seen his parents kiss in front of him before. You know, it's very different where as in the Italian culture, you know, mm -hmm. I've seen my parents kiss. I've seen them beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> you know, there's no no limits. Nothing's off the tables in the Italian culture. You know, it's because he was getting upset about the, the kissing booth and stuff. Well, I think that's part of the problem, not to get too deep, but I think that's part of the problem when you've been closed off for so long and you start to open up everything. You feel everything, but everything also hurts. So if you've opened yourself up and you even if it's just an infatuation or an affection for someone and you see them canoodling, it's going to be like, it's going to hurt. It's going to sting because you've opened yourself up to the possibility of the good feelings. Well, guess what? You get the bad feelings too. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That's like, I don't know. I feel like we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think that she sees something in him that either could lead to love. It could lead to something or she sees something. She sees that he needs to continue on in the experience for maybe some personal healing or personal growth. I don't know. We're just speculating. Yeah. We're yep, specul yep. I don't know any more than anybody else. Honest to God. I do know. <laughs> I do know that I was crying like a maniac at the end of episode three, which by the way, you, Mr. Saucy Pants, you were like, Oh, I bet Kim's on the dance card tonight. Yeah, that didn't go well. Hmm. Yeah, but it was me. We switched. <laughs> well, he, think about it. He's been, he was on the dance card the first first episode, second episode. And then he was on it again in the fourth. That's three times you're about to get eliminated. Like, this guy keeps getting by in the skin of his teeth, uh, you know? 
And I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I don't know him. I make it. He's awesome. He really is. He is. He's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. Yeah. So the end of episode three, I was bawling like an infant because of Achilles. Oh, yeah. Oh, my he God. is such a gentle soul. He is amazing. But I, I think, like you said before, she saw he wasn't ready. I mm-hmm. think he even admitted it on social media, on Instagram, that he wasn't ready at the time either. And I think she saw that in him. And that had to probably was one of the hardest decisions she had to make. Oh, um, the room was in tears. Yeah, <clears throat> we absolutely were. As yeah. you saw, even even when I came down from the balcony and I went to go step back up, like I was even like wiping away yep. up here. If you go back and look, yeah, I was. He was like- he's nice. <laughs> yep, that's exactly yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. The makeup's running. I don't know how how women do that all the time with the makeup. <laughs> I know, like, but now I, you're right. He, he is, and I had spoken to him um, a while ago about something else, and he had told me about his mom and his brother and the things that he'd been through, and I was already like, okay, I'm, you're my baby brother now, <laughs> you Aww. know, I'm taking you under my wing, and I messaged him the day after, and I was like, are you okay? <laughs> as if this didn't happen, you know, a little bit ago, as if it had just happened the night before. I was like, are you okay? Do you need anything? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm an yeah, idiot he's so sweet no you know, he's so sweet I'm, he is and I'm so invested it's hot in here I'm sorry I'm so invested in this the show and I'm not like oh my god yeah. but when I first out, it just ticked off a lot of boxes so I love that I love number one that I've been proved wrong about what I thought you were and you're not a less tolerable guest on or a more annoying guest on or whatever it was. You're really nice. You're really sweet. And I love that you're passionate. I love that, you know, you, you've got this family owned business. I love that you had a pizza boat. That's amazing. (laughs) What's up next for you? What's going on? So I'm just, uh, you know, focusing on my business and, uh, you know, I'm dating. I am, uh, you know, breaking breaking. Yeah. 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 There might be, uh, there might be someone out there for me. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, you, you can, people get heartbroken all the time. You know, uh, my, my dad was divorced twice and he found love. It took him, took him three times, but I think the, the woman he's with now, they've been with a couple of years. Uh, I think they really are for each other. I mean, even I love my mom, I love my dad, but they just weren't meant for each other. You know, things happen. Um, sometimes you find love later in life. I, I, I never, I never will lose hope or lose sight of that. You know, I've had my grandparents were married 50 years or in love till the day they died. And I've seen my dad, you know, divorced twice, but I'm not, I'm not scorned. You know, I'm, I'm keeping my heart open. Yeah. And you've got like, oh, we'll say, you know, 13 new friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, most of them are, are 99% of them are, uh, I, I love them all. They're all, they're all great. Yeah, we're not going to name names. I mean, I might, but we're not. <laughs> well, that's uh, give everybody a shout out for your for your pizzeria when they're in uh, Point Pleasant, yeah. Jersey. Where can they come see you? Yeah, come to uh, Oakwood's Point Pizza, OPP. It's the Jersey Shore. Oh, that's awesome. Oakwood Point Pizza. And is it on, it's on the Jersey Shore, you said? 
Yeah, it's in Point Pleasant. So there's two Point Pleasants, actually. There's Point Pleasant Beach and Point Pleasant Borough. They're right next to each other. I'm in Borough. They oh, run okay. into each other. They're like, they're literally, they're pretty much the same town. They shouldn't be two different towns, but they are. Um, but to get to Point Pleasant Beach, you have to drive through Borough. I'm mm-hmm. two miles from the water. Like I could look out the window. If I was tall enough, I could see the ocean. <laughs> um, yeah. So if anyone finds themselves in the Jersey Shore, come through to Point Pleasant, look up uh, Oakwood's Point Pizza. I'll be here. That's right. Maybe ask for an autograph or a phone number. You know, Giuseppe, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Are you going to keep watching? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see my buddies, see what happens to them. That's right. That's right. Well, listen, you have a wonderful night and thank you for talking with me. Of course. Thank you so much. All righty. Bye. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this creative conversation. Be sure to follow me on social media. I am Pup Duffy basically everywhere. You can follow the show on Facebook. It's Coffee, Candy, and Creatives. Head over to beunique.org. Like, follow, and support my beautiful humans over there. Be sure to check out my sponsor. And for your own sponsorship or interview opportunities, please email me at pup4ccc at gmail.com. If you like the music you're hearing, head on over to raleighkeegan.com and do yourself a favor and buy this album. You can download it or you can have a physical CD. You can also keep up to date on tour dates and future releases. As always, take care of each other, love each other, watch each other's back, and I'll see you next time.